Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by Another Happy Studios. This week we're out and about in Bonnie, Scotland, but there's a full moon in the air. I'm not even going to wait for the theme, I hate that so much. Hello. That was the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. What was wrong with it? It was beautiful. I like. Did you work in oot and a boot just I so did, you could yeah. do it? It was. It was on theme. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was a lovely little way to start the episodes, and I think you'll find everyone agrees. That's true. That's true. I'm often wrong in these things, so I understand. Great. Well, anyway, <laughs> Lawrence. Hello. How are you? Who are you? What are we? Where are we? Help. Okay, for, in that order, uh, I'm Lawrence. Uh, I'm. At, I think you said where am I? I'm at my house. No, who are Literally. we? You said uh, we are this podcast. What was the other thing you said? Don't ask me, man. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Hello, Nathan. I'm well. I'm well indeed. How are you? I am very good. Um, I'm not stressed. I haven't <laughs> literally just finished work. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing a okay, Lawrence. <laughs> I feel like I've done you dirty the last couple of weeks. Didn't I get you recording at like eight in the morning one week last last week? And now I've got you straight as you finish work. Yeah. What is today? It's hump day. We're recording on a Wednesday. How's so your no, week? It's, it's Monday, Lawrence, at ten a.m. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my week is uh, I don't know. Fruit. No, I tell you what, it's shit. <laughs> well, hello everyone we'll get started with the episode in a minute we love yeah, doctor yeah. who um it's shit because i had like the past pretty much the past two weeks off work um mm. so it was great i was thriving i was enjoying life i was a beautiful little boy running through uh the the recently spring i don't know feel the fields of spring is what i'm trying to say some shit like that i don't fucking yeah. know um and this week i am back at work and it's just suddenly like reality check like what what an, what an awful place 
to to be anyway i hate capitalism i don't even work for a capitalist company or anything like that but my job has nothing to do with capitalism but <laughs> but but it does because i'm just going on a fucking run now yeah i know because capitalism is the reason i have a job because i obviously need money to survive i buy into the capitalist system um so uh, this is the reason i'm forced to work a you know however many hours week i won't give away my working pan um so there we go it's the it's the cruel cycle of life isn't it none of us want to support jeff bezos but we can't deny amazon has made our lives convenient and easy to a degree you need a last minute christmas present as much as you hate to admit it jeff bezos has got you sorted not me i refuse <laughs> that's not true no it is i've never used amazon not like you buying like every fucking movie and tv show even if it's easily available on netflix you'll be like no I'll just buy it on amazon i love I like giving to... jeff bezos money i like to have my catalog what can i say i swear to the church of bezos every morning i'm playing that bo burnham song on repeat it's the only thing i listen to great well this is a um fun way to start this episode of still got legs a doctor who rewatch podcast <laughs> where we love to alienate our audience each and every week how are you are you well good um so what are we doing where are we <laughs> are you all right today no i'm so, I'm so stressed you're so you're, i've never seen you flounder this much i'm not floundering i'm just uh I need a holiday. I don't know if you know this, Lawrence, but I'm going to Greece soon. I, I know you are. Haven't you been paying for Greece for like eight years now? I pay next month. Um, May is my final instalment of it. So oh, It's going to feel good after that as well, isn't it? Yeah. We all paid off and already got... We should probably get started with yeah, the episode. Yeah, fuck, fuck talking about your, your holiday. No one's here to listen to me talk about Greece. We're here to talk about going to Scotland, Lawrence. We're having a family trip we're going to Bonnie, Scotland, uh, Tooth and Claw, the second episode of Series 2. And let me just say, right up top, uh, four words. What a fucking banger! <laughs> What's wrong with you today? What do you mean, what's wrong with me? It's a banger episode. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> it, uh, do you know what? It is. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I haven't revisited this in... I, I, I swear the last time I watched this was about two years ago or so. Yeah. Um, just because it is one of them ones that if, you, if you're if you in a Doctor Who mood, you, you'll put... This is going to be in the lineup of probably top ten that you'd put on, I'd say. See, I wouldn't think it is. If, if I was thinking, oh, I'll go watch an episode of Doctor Who, this isn't one I would think about. And this isn't one that I would have really considered a banger until yesterday for some reason. Okay. What did you have? Did you have, like, not fond memories of it or just you never didn't never thought about it that much never thought about it that much never really it wasn't that i thought it was bad or anything it was just literally like almost a nothing episode to me just wasn't one that was on my mind really that's fair well what now that you've seen it so you think it's a banger well um, i always I, I saw it in 2006 lawrence Oh yeah, well that's true. But now that now that you've refreshed yourself on it, then, <laughs> and you're able to see it in the context of being an adult, um, I'll tell you one thing that I went over my head as a child. What they really let the editor fucking cook in the opening thirty seconds. <laughs> they did. I have a note that says that just says crash zooms because. <laughs> <laughs> crash zooms also the weird mix of crash zooms but also occasional freeze frames yeah like, yeah like i'll be honest right that editor woke <laughs> up and he, he's either 
he or she is either an insanely talented they editor. Is the word you're looking for, Lawrence? <laughs> it's true. My sexism came out for a minute there. I do apologise. <laughs> he or she or she. Who's that? Who's that? Who does that? I don't know. It is someone though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be someone. What a fucking pointless thing for no, you to say. A, there's a comedian who has a bit on that. I can't remember who. Anyway, go on, continue. I'm sure they're great. Well, they, yeah. just know that they've been credited. We didn't come yeah. up with that absolute he gold. Or she. Or she. Is a very good comedian. Um, basically, the editor is either absolutely incredible at their job. Yes. Or they woke up that morning to like cover for their twin who was the real editor that like needed the day off and they had no idea what they were doing and they just smashed the keyboard and went, it, it, yeah, it works. But there's no... As- as a uh, a man whose main profession is staying in bed till twelve o'clock and then doing... <laughs> I, I'm, I get up every day earlier than you, Nathan. No, you wake up at a ridiculous time. To be honest, you wake up so early. But then again, you go to bed at like eight pm as well. Yeah. Um, I gotta uh, get my. I'm an old man. <laughs> younger than me. Oh, no. um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, as as a as a professional, I guess editor. Um, <laughs> Thanks. How, how how do you feel about it? How do you feel about the work going on here? It's a. It, do you know what? It's admirable work, and it's okay. it's as cheesy as it needs to be. I will say, like if you if you're gonna be nitpicky, it's extremely tonally fucking bizarre for the rest of the episode, which is like nitpicky from a man whose main job is editing YouTube videos. Critiquing a TV fully fledged working for the BBC editor. This is what you sign up for, people. We've still got legs. It's true. It's true. Unearned criticism. It's from... true. No, look, it's no, it's just it's very strange, but it's it's mainly out of place because I don't think they've ever really done a high intensity thing like this before to this degree. Not yet. Anyway, not yet, really. But yeah, but either way. Good shit. The work that probably went into that was probably quite painstaking, so I respect yeah. it. Oh, by the way, um, quick correction on last week's episode, because oh. um, I re- I don't ever listen back to the episodes except when I edit, but for some reason I listened back to, to that one. And we opened that episode by um, proudly and incorrectly saying that it was the first time that that, you know, that dun 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 dun, dun song had appeared. That, oh yeah, dun, dun. and then you said it was in the uh, sequence in Rose where they go to the the London Eye. It's also the very first song that plays in the TV show as well. Like after the main themes, it's like when Rose is going about getting ready for work and stuff, and she's with Mickey at the water fountain. You're right. Yeah. So so it's probably all the way through season one, and we were yeah. just like, oh yeah, this is the first time this showed up. I like this. Yeah, because she she sma- I remember now because she smashes the alarm clock and it goes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, little correction there. We will um, endeavour to do better. Expect our <laughs> notes app apology on Twitter in the coming hours. We can be better. We will be better. <laughs> and we'll be back once we've learnt. Yes, like Martha Jones, we are coming back. Um, what was I going to say? Okay, before we get really into like the like the scene by scene breakdown or whatever the fuck we do here. Um, uh, just a general note about the episode up top, because this is about pretty much all of it. Um, I didn't know Roger Deakins fucking shot this episode of Doctor Who. What? 
No, he didn't. That was just a joke because it looks incredible. You so e- I got so excited then. You stupid, stupid <laughs> idiot. Once again, there will be another notes app apology <laughs> coming for this, 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 this fucking careless spreading of misinformation. Um, it does look great though. It looks so good. Like it's like the difference is like fucking night and day between mm. like. Even the last episode in this one, it looks it's really well shot and it looks incredible. I think well. I think the reasoning for that is probably because they've they've got everyone in period costumes. They've probably like there, there's a nice kind of like wood aesthetic throughout the entire house, which is nice to look at. But also they found the most Scottish looking hill in Wales, and they've and they've they've gone I, there. <laughs> You you've never been to Wales in your life, and I can tell that's that every hill in like, Wales is all hills, man. It's all just fucking hills and fields. Yeah, but they're they're recreating Scotland, and it's, it looks good. It looks. You want to recreate Wales? You want to recreate Scotland in Wales? Walk five minutes down the road. <laughs> well, they did. I'm just saying that they did. <laughs> yeah, it is easy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's it's it's. They're not. They're, they're all right. Then let's just say Wales looks like Scotland, and they're leaning into it for a change rather than going. What warehouse or quarry is available today? They are. Yes, that's true. Um, there is a big CGI mountain in the background, though. Um, so that's. I can't. I can't say I noticed that. When was that? When they get out the TARDIS? It's just, no. Well, yeah. It's it's just the general shot of where they were. Just the establishing shot. It's like big mountain. Do you know what? I'm fucking... I'm gobsmacked that we didn't get a load of Welsh people doing Scottish accents in this. Like, for uh, the most part, they seem authentically Scottish. Yeah, yeah. That would have been weird, to be honest. Well, but but it wouldn't have stopped them, would it? Like, they've done it for almost every other place they've been to. No, they, to be fair, they don't They don't just get Welsh people to do English accents. I was going to say British accents. That's put the clean correct. Just Welsh people to do English accents. Well, what about... They yeah, just, they do. The, the, oh, no, but they get... they. They don't shy away from them being Welsh. Yeah, they're just Welsh. Welsh people exist, Lawrence. <laughs> well, they, they, but they're, I'm they're saying, not a myth. <laughs> no, I know that they're not a myth, but they seemingly exist more than anywhere else on the galaxy. Like they're, they're everywhere the Doctor and Rose go. Your Welsh bias is really uh, Welsh <laughs> prejudice is really starting to show on this podcast. I reckon you got okay. such a problem with the Welsh for some. I love the Welsh. They're beautiful people. Yeah. Well, now you're just trying to get brownie points from the Welsh. <laughs> Do we have any listeners in Wales? We've got to check the an- the analytics. Uh, I reckon we do. I reckon we do. We probably do. There's probably if all the extras filming Doctor Who. If you're from Wales, let us know. Yeah, please. Um, I used th- to live in Wales. I know. Nathan, no one gives a fuck. We've heard about your job. We've heard about where you live. <laughs> Come on. I like sharing my life. I know. It's not true at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's also very much not true. Uh, Nathan, the 10th Doctor is a punk. Yes. He is a punk. He's um, he's rocking about the TARDIS. He's getting ready for a show with Rose. They're having a great time. I love that scene, man. It's, 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 it's a great fun. little scene. I love the way they're just like having a little sing along, and he's just beating the shit out of the TARDIS <laughs> as uh, as the poor girl just tries to fly somewhere. No wonder she ended up in the wrong di- in the wrong place. Like, yeah, she's hell. confused. She's like, "You're playing the music too loud. I can't focus." <laughs> no, I reckon. I reckon she's like, "Well, fuck you then. I'm gonna take you here instead." Yeah, talking a big game to Rosa. You can't even yeah. fucking steer the TARDIS right. No reads. <laughs> no, he's got he's got a bit of riz. No, he's got riz. He's got riz. Uh, that's that's something I that I was gonna riz. say immediately. 
yeah. ten and rows of just like because we, we obviously we spoke about last week and how for the for most of the episode Cassandra was body swapping in and out of one of them. Yeah. So this is this is not the first time we and and obviously in the Christmas Invasion the Doctor was asleep for ninety five percent of the episode. Yeah. This is the first Doctor and Rose episode where they're primarily <laughs> where there's no fuckery going on basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. That. Uh, and they are, and I've got to say, I think the tenth Doctor does have Riz, and he's not even trying to have it. But they, 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 they have great they natural gel. chemistry. Yeah, and it's it's immediate. It's very clear straight away. They've clearly built up a rapport. They've got a relationship. Um, I I like that they like you know they get excited over things. They're like Queen Victoria, oh! like yeah. all that sort of shit. That's that's very fun, and they're all they're all very. Uh, just very fun little banterous moments between the two of them, which I enjoy. Like, there's a bit of back and forth with the whole, you know, the I'm not amused thing that's yeah. going on between them. <laughs> and there's just one point where, like, Rose is trying to get the Queen to say it. And David uh, Ten's just got, like, a look of shame <laughs> on his face. Just uh, really awkward. I want to laugh now, but I can't. He kind of <laughs> looks like he's almost breaking character. Almost. <laughs> no, they're, they're, yeah, I like their back and forth is really fun. The jokes mm. fly in between them. Also, like they're doing a lot of stuff, like when they're not in the focus of the shot. Like you can see them giggling with each other. Yeah, uh, when they're like when people are talking and they're just in the back of the shot. Um, I like that the Doctor is a nine hundred year old Time Lord, and even he knows what a despicable conniving cunt Margaret Thatcher was. <laughs> I have a note on those two. I was like, based ten James Thatcher. <laughs> What a, just a human piece of shit. I stood up and I cheered. <laughs> I, I, I stood up and I saluted. This is the Queen's speech for me. <laughs> I was up in my seat. Oh, yeah. no. I just realised eventually we're going to have to talk about Wilfred, but then also acknowledge the fact that he's a despicable royalist. Oh, he's old. He's all right. Okay, fair. He gets a pass. <laughs> we'll give it this one. Yeah, he's all right. Wilf is forgiven. Yeah, he's he's the older generation, and he and he's a he's a military man. He fought in the war, so oh, that's you know. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if this is a surrogate for for you, <laughs> Lawrence. <laughs> don't bring up my daddy issues on the podcast. <laughs> Nathan loves Wilf. Um, <laughs> all right, God, I know you've been itching to talk, not about, but you've brought it up a few times already, and you worked it into the intro. Um, perhaps one of the only times that David Tennant in the show has been. Just allowed Stylish. to be David Tennant. Yeah, uh, and use his authentic voice. Um, let me just think about that. Is, has he ever done it again? I don't think he has. He he makes it... What I appreciate is that the easy choice would have been for him to just do his, his <laughs> regular fucking normal voice. But he deliberately... like His, his voice work is so mm. fucking good that he makes it sound like he's putting, he's putting on, on, on a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so great how he does it. Yeah, because it's, like, it's a little bit more like high-pitched than his usual voice yeah. really uh so yeah he's quite good i wanted to ask you how how would you feel like or w- would you have preferred a 10th doctor with david Tennant's regular voice as opposed to putting on the accent um it's hard to say because obviously i'll never know yeah uh but at the same time i know that i i like peter capaldi using his natural accent yeah uh, I'm a big fan. I think it gives him a, a bit of a unique identity. I like Jodie Whittaker using her accent. Yeah. Um, Sylvester McCoy was also Scottish. Yeah, there we go. Um, what Do we know if Shooty <clears throat> Gat was going to use his accent? 
We've only seen him with that one line and it's so quick, you can't really tell what it what is. What the hell London? is going on here? Yeah, it's kind of London, but I don't know. <laughs> but then he's like, he says, where he says here is like here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's too, there's there's not enough of it to get a clear understanding. No. So. I, I th- it, but to answer your question, I think it could have been, I think it could have been really interesting. Quite cool. Yeah. It could have been good. I am, um, I... He, and you haven't seen Broadchurch, I don't think. Um, but he uses his natural uh, Scottish voice in Broadchurch, and there's some lines which are just—I don't know—there's something about his his accent and his voice which just make them hit so much harder because of it, really. Mm. Um, so it definitely would have been interesting to see. I don't know if it would have been better, but it would certainly have been interesting. Thinking about it, it's kind of actually <clears throat> weird that he didn't, because like you don't think about it that much, but like. Christopher Eccleston used his northern voice. He didn't put on an yeah. RP. Yeah. Uh, Matt Smith is from London, did a London voice. Yeah. Um, uh, Peter Capaldi used his Scottish accent. Jodie Whittaker used her uh, Sheffield accent, I think it is. Uh, no, she's not from Sheffield. She's from Uddersfield. There you go. Um, yeah, weird <laughs> that he actually did put on an accent, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it was a direction from Russell, I think. Um, Racist Russ strikes again. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a quote that was like he he didn't want the doc to like tour in the regions or something like that. Um, so he just wanted a more of a standard bit of a Cockney bloke, really. I guess. Fair. I don't think anyone would have looked at it as the doctor touring the regions. Yeah. I think they would have just gone, he's an alien and he can be anything he wants. <laughs> Lots of planets have a Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they'd have lent into it and been tongue-in-cheek, I don't think it would have worked. If they'd have just made him Scottish and ignored it, it would have been fine. Yeah. Oh, well. He's good at the... I mean, like, if he was distractingly bad at the English accent, it would have been fucking terrible. But he's not. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Do you remember where you were when you found out he was Scottish? <sighs> No, I can't remember ever that being any kind of distinctive part of my life. Oh, I saw him on the Jonathan Ross show and I went, what? <laughs> and my mum was like, he's from Scotland. And I went, that's ridiculous. He's not. It's like when you realise like every single actor in an American like superhero movie is actually <laughs> British. Yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> Spider-Man's British? Superman's British? Spider-Man's I'm, British again? I'm Batman's almost convinced British? that there's actually no jobbing actors in New York because they just keep <laughs> stealing them from London. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we, we've, we've been waffling. Where, where do we go? They, get, um, they walk out the TARDIS. They walk out the TARDIS. Uh, Tennant has got some very flat hair again this week. <laughs> yes. He's not combing it. Yeah, he's not. He's not got that hair gel out just yet. It's all quite flat and fluffy, which I quite enjoy, to be honest. I'm enjoying it more than the um, the old wet look or whatever he's got. I see. I don't. I don't think he ever looks too wet, apart from in his season um, in in the 60th promo pictures. It just looks. <laughs> I would not want to like like you said last week. Ruffling David Tennant's hair looks quite nice. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't it, want to ruffle that. Nah, and also you feel like you just it wouldn't move like you'd be yeah. so in place and rock solid with hair gel yeah you know like when you gel your hair and there's like clumps that are just like stuck together like, that's what it looks like yeah, yeah it does it does um I've, i feel like they've like with that they've kind of like overcorrected because of like the 50th when he was just flat yeah they've gone oh no we need the hair sticking up for some weird reason oh you you mean so. in the 50th anniversary where he looked absolutely fine yeah exactly <laughs> 
He looks like David Tennant. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> My God, I can't wait till Matt Smith comes back maybe one day and he just looks older and everyone's like, oh my God! Because <laughs> he was fucking 26 when he played the Doctor. Matt Smith still looks like 26 though. Like I don't think. You seen House I... of the Dragon? I know you have. Yeah, yeah. He, look, he looks the exact same. He's wearing a blonde wig, but other than that, he looks the exact same. I think he's got a wizened face. Nah, but that's not for me to say. That's for the writers when the, he regenerates or something. Oh, whatever. It's timey wimey bullshit. They'll put something in. Um, yes, Ten's got some flat hair. Where are we going? Uh, where's my notes? Um, Rose has a little bit of a go at the Scottish accent. She's been ooting a boot. Good fun. I enjoy that. Yeah, I I very much enjoy the no 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 yeah. don't don't do <laughs> no, that no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And he's and he's correct. She shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's very bad. It is. Um, Almost like you, whenever you try an accent. I was going to say, whose is better, mine or Rose's? Definitely Rose's, because you are horrible at accents. I I don't think that that's a fair assessment, Nathan. Stop, 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 stop. I think we're going to get people right in and say that mine is better than yours. I'll cut yours out. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Uh, Then, then fair enough, then we won't (laughs) receive that. There we go. Uh, where are we? Uh, yeah, so Queen Victoria, she's getting attempts on her life or whatever. Um, they're off to Torchwood. They are indeed. They're off to the Torchwood house. Speaking of accents, uh, Rose slips back into her Cassandra one by accident at one point. Does she? Yeah, she does. She does her Queen Victoria voice. Oh, but it, but it's just exactly the same as her Cassandra voice. Well, that's just her doing an impression. That's just her doing a little. Thing. Her little Cassandra voice. No, she's doing an impression of the Queen. Because she goes, we are not amused, doesn't she? She does. I'm just saying it's the same voice as the Cassandra. But why Why would it not be? Because Cassandra, she was, you, Cassandra was using Rose's voice. So why would it not be the same I, voice? I don't know. <laughs> what point are you trying to make? I, try to, I don't know. <laughs> to why, be honest, why? I didn't think we'd delve into it this deep. <laughs> why would Cassandra inhabit Rose's body, but somehow not use... Rose and Billy Piper's voice. I don't know. If you want <laughs> my answer, you. Nathan, I don't know. Well, then don't bring it up, you dickhead. <laughs> Fine. Fine, I won't. Good. Um, there's more dubbing afoot. Oh, Nathan nitpicks a thing, he's back. Yeah, well, I'm not nitpicking, I'm just saying it's against uh, noticeable this season, the, uh, the dubbing. Why do you think that is? Do you think they're like, maybe they're, they're probably on a windy hill, aren't they? Yeah, it's mostly mostly the shots that are like outside on the hill or whatever. But yeah. Oh, because it was still... on a hill last week as well, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Probably the same hill, but hey, it's, <laughs> it's more... same hill, different angle. <laughs> same hill, different angle, different CGI background. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, yeah. What do you? So we start getting. I tried to put when I was watching this. I tried to put myself in the mindset of someone that didn't know there was a big CGI wolf in the episode. Right. Yeah, and. We we're drip fed little bits of information like yes. li- little wolf teases. It's a uh, the the guy tells a story about a wolf. Um, there's a there's a thing where she goes. Uh, there's a full moon tonight, and then the 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 guy goes like, "You better go and commit treason, otherwise your wife will be devoured." Yes. Um. Good. I like a little bit because it's it feels like they're going to a manor house. It just feels like they're setting up for a big. Like Universal Hammer Horror Monsters type box yeah. episode, and it's it's fun. I quite enjoy the just the eerie setup before the reveal. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. I feel like if I didn't know there was a wolf, I probably would have figured it out with the full moon stuff because... Yeah. What do you think of when you think of full... It's a wolf, isn't it? It's, it's what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> I think of Jacob from Twilight in his shorts. Great. His, okay. In his jean shorts. <laughs> Great, okay. Well, there we go. I've not seen... Yeah, I've never seen Twilight. I've seen one of the movies, I think, and then none of the others. But I know everything about them i know about the cgi baby don't do that don't do that indeed i know that jacob falls in love with the baby don't do that oh i, w- I wish you didn't know anything about him because we just absolutely add him to another happy pod schedule i mean we still could we still can but is this but once the shock is gone of like jacob is just suddenly a pedophile yeah it's, it's, it's hard to it's hard to come back from that and you'll see him in a different light throughout the entire saga now as well because you know what he ends up doing great Anyway, Jacob's in this episode. Um, <laughs> uh, where I, I didn't write like scene by scene notes. So where do we head to once we get to the house? So we go to Torchwood. So Torchwood, first of all, bit yep. of fun. Um, I don't know if you know this, Lawrence, but that's a reference to Torchwood. I, I did pick up on that, but it took me a minute. Yeah, it's a little subtle. You might not have quite picked up on it. Yeah. Um, no, I like that though because at this point, like we we didn't really know what Torchwood was. Like if you was just watching the show as it came out, you probably wouldn't have really remembered Harriet Jones being like, "And what about Torchwood or whatever?" So you'd have been like, "Oh yeah, that kind of sounds familiar." Yeah. Um, it's so, just, yeah, just words, isn't it? And like Doctor yeah. Who is filled with words that come up, like the Shadow Proclamation took him four seasons yeah. to get round to. Again, it's only it's only going to be like when the actual reveal comes, like later in the season. And and again, same with the Bad Wolf thing, where you actually put two and two together and like, oh yeah, they have been doing that throughout throughout the show. Like Vote Saxon, that's another one. Like those posters yeah. are everywhere in season three. I'm just thinking stuff. about it now. Like there's so many examples of them just set. Like Bad Wolf is one of them. I literally just said that, yeah. Oh, I thought you said vote Saxon. Did you say both? I said I said bad wolf before that, yeah. I think we can all agree that I said bad wolf. Okay, great. Well, let's go back to the tape. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you really want to give yourself more editing work. Yeah, no. Um. So, yeah, fun little Torchwood stuff. The, these, the guy who, like, owns the house, or was it Mr. Roberts or something? I think that's um, his name. The, the kind of black-haired, regular-looking bloke. The regular bloke, yeah, not like the bald, one of the bald monks, just like the owner of the house, who's like, yeah. "Hello, this is my house." Or the whatever. one whose wife is in prison. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. She's not in prison. She's like, oh yeah, I get what you mean. She's not in prison. I said imprisoned. She's been imprisoned for her crimes. <laughs> no, I said she's imprisoned. She's serving twenty-five to life. <laughs> I in didn't say house. that. <laughs> for fuck's sake! Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Um, yeah, I'll no, do that you guy, good. Fuck like, you. Like, I don't know... I don't know if I know him from anywhere, and I have never seen an episode of Downton Abbey in my life, but I'm almost willing to bet that guy's in Downton Abbey. And he's, he's like, hello, he's, I'm I'm a butler or whatever. He's either in Downton Abbey or The Crown, but there is no way that he's gone through his career without appearing in at least one of them. He's definitely in like one notable period drama where he's playing pretty much the exact same role. Or do you think this. it's just this? Do you think we just know him from this? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's possible. But like, no, I again, I've not seen an episode of Downton Abbey. I've seen half a season of The Crown. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm sure he's in at least one of them. Are you I'm looking gonna, it up? I'm gonna try and find out. I just let me. I, I love the idea of us being right about him being in The Crown or Downton Abbey. 
Alright, editing Nathan, cue some music while Lawrence looks it up. Yeah, yeah. A jaunty rhythm. That is a bit. A funky, funky beat. Okay, so I'm looking through now. He's been in The Bill. The Bill. He's, he's been in Coronation Street. Who's he in Coronation Street? I, do you really need me to click on the whole IMDb page? Oh. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Coronation. <laughs> not just, does it not just say his name? Adam Newbold? I don't know. Is that the actor's name or? No, no, no. The, the, the actor's name is Derek Riddle. Riddle me this, Derek. Were you, were you in the crown? A mystery man, indeed. <laughs> indeed. He's in Casualty. Of course. So Isn't that's... That the... No, that's not the same as The Bill. It's the same as Holby City. I think. He was He was also in The Bill. I think that was the first, one of the first ones I said. Yeah. Um, so he was in Doctor Who. Um, yeah, I know that. I wonder that's why we're here. If, if you knew that. Um, Law and Order UK. Dun, he's, dun. he's got an incredibly, like... <laughs> BBC centric career right now. Uh, um, I'm going through it. He's been in Waterloo Road. Anyone... That's another classic. That's a great one. I was in Waterloo Road. For anyone who hasn't um, checked out Auntie Donna's Coffee Cafe yet, the second episode, there is a fucking hilarious little Law and Order parody, which I would highly recommend everyone watch. Um, I'll get on that now. No, no, no. We got a podcast to do it once. My mistake. So he was in Midsummer Murders. Midsummer. Yeah. Midsummer. Summer. The A twenty four movie with Florence Pugh. No, it, it says that's how it's said in the thing. That's it's called Midsummer Murders. Oh, not Midsummer Murders. I thought it was Midsummer, but apparently it's not. Oh. Uh, and he was also in your favourite movie of all time, which is Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Not true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've also true. not even seen that movie. Oh, he's in Happy Valley. That's another BBC banger, isn't it? Wait, have I seen that movie? Which one's the newest one? The gay one. I mean, they're all gay. They're all a bit gay. The, the... I mean, they're pro- they're probably not even gay. They're just like, oh, we're, this, we're Dumbledore. The, cri- the Crimes of Grindelwald is the one we saw together, and we came out, and we were like, that was one of the worst movies. Oh, we've is that ever seen. is that the last one? The one with Johnny Depp? Uh Yes, not Mads Mikkelsen, Johnny Depp. Yeah, because he gets recast in every movie, doesn't he? Yeah, literally he's a different person <laughs> in every movie. The, the, I'm talking about the one where he, on separate occasions, kills like four different babies. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that the one where they're like, 
um like everyone's just stood in a room and they're, they're like here's my origin story and now here's my origin story just one by one they go through the list of backstories yes, uh, yes. and one of them was maybe on the titanic or something uh yeah one of the, i think there was like ezra miller was a baby on the titanic but then like wasn't he was swapped out for another baby on the Titan. There's too many babies in that movie and too many of them die by the end of it. What a bad movie. And what a bad um, woman. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. <yes. laughs> what a terrible franchise. Um, I'm glad it was cancelled. Yes, what a funny yes. time. And I'm glad nothing new with that is happening ever again. Exactly. Um, Correct. <laughs> let me live in my fantasy world. Um <laughs> Where, oh, Doctor Who, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're sticking through this, sorry that we've like, this is this is probably a few people's like favourite episode of this era. Yeah. We're just like, let's talk about Happy Valley or whatever the fuck. Look, it, it's great, son. Uh, Vicky is so horny for ghost stories. Um, <laughs> they are dripping it through, like you said, but she's like, oh, let's have a ghost story yeah, in that exact voice. So. She's a proper one like that gets around the campfire and is like, tell us, like puts the torch up to her face. Yes, yes. She loves it. She's very excited. Um, that's good fun. Um, uh, the werewolf. So he's a, he's a wee little Scottish man. Yeah. Um I I think he's quite like freaky and weird and intimidating like even when he's not the wolf when he's just the bloke. Yeah, he's definitely have they pitch shifted his voice or is he just a kind of a high pitched Scottish man? I think it's just a high pitched Scottish bloke. It's just his regular voice. He he comes across so the black pupils are always simple but effective wherever yes. they're used. Yeah. Um and he he's yeah, he's just uh, just a bit of a creep. So so what happens? Rose gets chloroformed and taken there. Yeah, she gets drugged because she's naked or whatever. Yeah. I didn't like. I, I I know it's about the period stuff. I get that, but it feels like the amount of skin Rose has on show is not too dissimilar from other people's skin that is on show, like all the all the servers and stuff. The the servers were like head to toe, weren't they? Yeah, but they had like I think there was like some arm out and stuff. I don't think so. Hmm. Well, anyway, what you're saying is you you loved the nakedness and you wanted Rose to be more nakedness. Was that what you said? So I can see your notes. Just a little pause there while that's cut <laughs> out. Um... <laughs> yes, he's a little creep. He's a little weirdo. <clears throat> yeah. And he's... Um... I, I wonder if... What did you hear Rose say when she starts pulling when? on the chain to escape once the wolf starts turning? In general, or what? What? Yeah. Did you did you hear her say a specific line that stuck out to you? I I, I remember she says like that means you too, your ladyship or whatever to the to the the lady of the house because she's just like staring at the wolf or whatever. She's just watching the transformation. So is that the, what you're talking about? Yeah. So the line is that means you, your ladyship. Yeah. I would have sworn blind that she said that means you, you lazy shit. Well, she didn't. I know she didn't. But <laughs> I went, I went you know, hang on, Prime time family TV, Lawrence. <laughs> Get up, you little twat. <laughs> Why would she say that? No, I, I don't believe that she did, but like it, it really caught me for a second. I went, hang on, what? <laughs> oh, okay. I remember this differently. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but anyway, the wolf begins to turn. Um, and it just, it looks really good. Doesn't it? Until, it until it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Until it, it immediately great. does. <laughs> it it looks great until you see the wolf. 
<laughs> and you see is they did a, they did that same thing they did where they gave the the cats like pus or something they like had a weird freeze frame face and it kind of yeah. morphed yeah look it, it's it's the actual physical stuff they do all looks quite scary and intimidating. And to be fair, the I think they do use the the wolf quite effectively because he's not in it a whole bunch. It's quite they're they're selective with yeah. with what they do show, um, which which is using it quite well. Uh, but yeah, the, you know whatever CGI budget mention, it's not the best, blah blah blah. But still, it's effective. It does a good job. It's a big CGI dog. They, they, I think they're starting to realize their limitations because, like, season season one with the Slovenes running around Downing Street, we that's like the poster child go to image for that looks like shit. Yes, and I think this time, like, they did a bit of like wolf POV for like yes. running down corridors. I was like, you're getting a bit more savvy with it. You'll just see his arms pop out and he'll grab a man or whatever. Yeah, and like the the. He'll lean against the door, and David Tennant's on the other side. So you're mostly yeah. looking at David Tennant. I was, I was, I saw that scene because it like when the when the wolf's on one side of the door and David Tennant's on the other. I was gonna like pause and like get a, like a screenshot of that scene or whatever, and then tweet out, "I love Doomsday," the episode. <laughs> the one is like the Doctor and Ro. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, good. You should have done that. That's very good. Yeah, I mean that'd be good. I reckon. You still got time. It's only me that will know you've you, 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 you did it. If you see that sweep when this episode goes up, well, there you go. You that, know, that's the you backstory. Know I decided to do it. Nathan has entered his room of backstories to tell you the origin of the tweet. Um, no, yeah, no, it's good. But they so anyway, they they get themselves uh, into <clears throat> the library area of yes. the house. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I tell you, what, it's very convenient out of the hundreds of books that they pick up the five that they need. No, lo- <laughs> Come on, that's been that's unfair. They're looking through all the books. I don't know. I don't know if they are. <laughs> they're like looking through them. They're putting them down. They're grabbing the next one. They're, they're, there's probably like a big pile of them off screen, which you can't see. Uh, they're looking through those books. I I understand. It's a bit silly. <laughs> <laughs> they're rifling through them shut up that's that's a that's a nitpicking point you talk about me nitpicking it's that's, true it's true you get that, bad. you get that you 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 made me consider this on our other podcast once um and i'd never really looked at another happy pod available uh, fridays 10 a.m where all good podcasts is. are sold but it, it was on the grinch and i said he gets picked on once and then he goes to live up a mountain and you went no lawrence the film is communicating that he gets picked on not he got picked on once <laughs> Yeah. So I guess I would translate that into I'm assuming they looked in more than the first book they picked up in this. <laughs> yeah. Lawrence, when film is not literal. <laughs> when, when it isn't linear and all shown to me in a three-hour sequence. <laughs> Just throw my toys out the pram. Um, um, yeah. with, with that whole sequence, though, like, you know, what I, I do really like is really good tension in that sequence, particularly, like, when they lock themselves in the library and there's there's just the moment of like the wolf's like st- he's not barging through the door he's not bringing it down or anything and they're trying to like figure out why and what's going on and you just hear it like growling and like skulking around you hear the footsteps and the, yeah. and the breath but you don't see it you just see them slowly looking around and then the realization and panic when there's the other door and the quick scramble and stuff it's it's all really good really good tension there so. it is and it's also um, it's quite a fun sequence because it puts like four good performers into a room and they have to just yeah. talk. And that's yeah. when like 
when Doctor Who is, we spoke about it at the end of season one, like when it's the Doctor and the voice actor for the Emperor of Daleks, who is obviously just a good, either a real actor or like a, a like a whether he's just a voice actor or an actor actor. Should we Nicholas Briggs? Is that him? Yeah, okay. he does all the voice. He does the voice of all the Daleks. Oh, that would make sense. All, yeah, yeah. All the Daleks have the same voice. <laughs> it's no, it's a deeper one for the Emperor, isn't it? Yeah, so they just make it a little bit deeper. Like. Yeah, yeah, they they pitch shift it. I understand. Um, no, but but what I'm saying is those scenes in Doctor Who, the solving scenes, are always really fun when the Doctor just gets the room and the space yes, and can command yes. it a bit. I, I'm gonna have a note on that. Um, let me see here. Oh yeah, quick cuts while ten figures something out. That like very much becomes a staple. Oh yeah, 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 it does. Yeah. Things go on. It's something that comes up quite a bit, and and I think this is the first instance we've seen it. And yeah, it's good. I, I like that where he's just like where he's having the moment of trying to figure stuff out, and he'll be like, "No, yes, oh," <laughs> and it's like cutting between them and stuff, and and then non-linear cuts as well, which mm. I enjoy. It jumps about quite a bit. Not me. Um, when stuff isn't linear for me, I I shoot. <laughs> My TV, yeah. This isn't right. <laughs> yeah. His head was just at a ninety degree angle. <laughs> no, um, no, yeah, I, but I like it. He can command the space. Uh, it's very yeah. good. So what? For what? What happens? So he gets the. I the don't know. So, but from my understanding, showed off your ring again. Oh, I can't stop myself. Um, from my understanding. Queen Victoria has a big old diamond and her late husband spent his life shaving it down. He jump into the end here. Well, it's, this, that's the next thing that happens in the thing, isn't it? They're all in the room. They figure it out. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Go on. <laughs> what, were you gonna, what other no, things do you have to say that happened in that scene? Well, a few, but go on. Okay, no, no, no. Take me there. No, no, it's right, it's right. Go on. Okay, well, we'll circle back. Um, so, but he's but the late husband shaved the diamond down and then he was, I think the purpose of it was it got put in a big old telescope that everyone thought so, was just a fucked telescope. So Queen Victoria's husband, Mr. Victoria, yeah, he was, I assume he was, I don't know, probably not the king. I don't know how, I don't know how royalty works. Um, Someone called Wilf. <laughs> get him on the phone. <laughs> um, so him... And um, Mr. Roberts' father, Mr. Mr. Roberts, um, they somehow knew this wolf was gonna trap her here or whatever, and they that and they put another trap in place. Um, but they were just really vague about it and gave no. And really, the only way you'd figure it out is if you had a nine hundred year old genius um, <laughs> space alien there who could figure it out. Otherwise, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah. Um, so good job, lads. Well done. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing better than just scholars <laughs> that are intentionally vague and go, yeah. and then they're like, they die and they go, yeah. I've been clear enough in my instructions. <laughs> Maybe write it down, man. Yeah. Maybe like one day you're going to be trapped with a wolf or whatever. Here, put this diamond in the telescope. Or just say, probably don't ever go to that house. Yeah. That's what well, I would do. They were. They they never intended to go there. To be fair, they was lured. There. No, but I would I would I would just say to her, I'd be like, look, you're my wife. Oh, you probably yeah. can't ask me why, but I trust, and you, and I know that you trust me. Just yeah. don't ever go to that house. It's a shit house. I'd make up stories. I'd be like, it's got bed bugs or something. <laughs> Surely, the the house is is more key to to their plan than the wolf's plan, though. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah, I guess so, but then... Yeah, because the wolf could trap him anyway. It's a wolf. That is true, it is just a wolf. It doesn't necessarily need... There's no no part about the house which the wolf necessarily needs. So this... Just convenience, if anything. So this dead husband is just a fucking idiot, then? Yeah. Turn your phone up. Is that my phone? No, it's mine. Yeah, so basically... Yeah, so so what he's done, then, is he's died... Yeah. ...without saying... Here's an extremely complex, convoluted plan to get you out of an incredibly high-stress scenario. It will only work in one room of one house. Good luck. Yeah, better hope that if the wolf does trap you, it's going to be in the house. And how do they know the wolf is going to trap her? Is that Uh, explained? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. It's good, though. I like it. Look, like I don't care about any of this at all. I think it, I need to communicate I think, that I yeah I, I don't give a fuck I I understand enough of it to to, to go yeah. cool yeah I like I think if you think about any episode of Doctor Who for more than like ten minutes it probably falls apart a little bit but like oh, yeah. I don't care it's you know it is what it is I yeah. do it remember when Harold Saxon became the Prime Minister after six <laughs> months of being alive or something yeah it was great. It was good fun. Classic. Um, what was it going to say? Oh, yeah, there's a, uh, a fun little moment which really made me laugh. Um, where, like, they're escaping from the wolf or whatever, and they have to get out of a window. And then that, like, Mr. Roberts bloke, he's like, Oh, my lady, uh, I'm not a Scottish. Oh, my lady, I'll go first out the window. It's my honor to protect you. And she's like, Yes, a noble sentiment. Thank you very much. You're a very honorable man. And Tens like, Yeah, can you hurry the fuck up? Yeah, like, yeah. We, we got a wolf coming after us, mate. Yeah, we do not need to be fucking dicking around like this. <laughs> yeah. All these fucking decorums and fucking shit, man. Just get on with it. Let's go. <laughs> it is my duty to protect and set. <laughs> I just kind of boot, boot out yeah. the window, move. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, so where do we go? So the queen gets bit and the wolf gets killed by some light, which is good fun. Yep. Um, it gets killed by a big CGI telescope. And um, and the regeneration effect is used. Is it? The the regeneration ringing sound effect is used when the wolf... What, the, like, the, the like, little... Yeah, you, uh, well, you, uh, you yeah. know the sound effect. We I both know, know we're mean, talking yeah. about the sound effect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But neither of us can do it, so neither I'm... of us can recreate it. But we know what it is. <laughs> it's the one that is there for every regeneration. Yeah, you're thinking about it now. That exact sound effect in your mind is yeah. that one. <laughs> the one that goes, "Go on, Nathan, tell him." <laughs> like, you know, I can't, but I know what it is. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, no. So that they use that one. So the wolf is in the air. Uh, it sounds a bit like. Um, Nathan? Uh, <laughs> it's like a little high-pitched thing. I don't know. It's a little creepy ring. Yeah. Eerie. It, I'll do an impression of it. Do it. Oh, uh, sorry, that was me just doing another impression. <laughs> uh, there it is in the background. Yep. You just hear it just a little bit. It's very good of you that you've been able to do the accompanying music in your impression as well. No, this is my impression. <laughs> it's a good impression. But yeah, they play that. Uh, so What's maybe they didn't know it was going to be oh, the no, regeneration. impression of Jodie Whittaker. Fuck's sake. That's the only sad thing. Oh, wow, you sound just like it. I do, don't I? I want to know what happens next. Right then. Why are we listening to this? I just want to play the regeneration. Tag. You're it. Oh, because they got the um fucking Wonder Woman's theme, so. 
not Wonder Woman's. We'll get that there. Could not be more different from Wonder Woman's theme? No, not the theme, but like, you know, you know, in Zack Snyder's Justice League, when every time Wonder Woman walked on the screen, it went. Aah! We'll get there eventually, but I absolutely, I fucking hate that Doctor thing. No, this is is she with you, and I'm not talking about this. Anyway, it's a good theme. That one. That is, yeah, that's Is She With You. That's not the Wonder Woman theme. That's Wonder Woman's theme. No, it's just used a lot in Wonder Woman. It's not her theme. It is her theme. It's Wonder Woman's theme. It's not. The song is called Is She With You. So? It's not. But that's not her theme. Oh, okay. Just because it's not called Wonder Woman's theme on the soundtrack. I'm going to Doesn't mean it's not Wonder Woman's theme. Anyway, Doctor Who. If it's Who. a song that shows up, if it's the song that plays and shows up whenever Wonder Woman does, that's her theme. I would argue that that's her fanfare and she has an actual composed oh, theme. Oh, fuck off, you pretentious <laughs> cunt, man. Listen, uh, yeah, they Anyway, she, regeneration the, noise. What was she saying? So the, no, just that, that it gets played. That was it. I was. I was great. <laughs> just the whole note. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm glad we went. We figured that out. <laughs> uh, but but Vicky Vicky Knightsom, yes. That what what's right? That that was weird. I always remember that she knights them and banishes them. But then I was thinking, why bother? Why bother knighting them if you're just going to be like, right, get the fuck out then? Why like, banish them? Well, they're aliens or whatever. They're you know they're like. Yeah, but oh. fuck, she's she's still fucking pulling up air, isn't she? Like that's because of them. Yeah, her like the doctor was like, your husband's been looking out for you beyond the grave. The doctor and Rose are thinking the exact same thing that your husband was a fucking moron who would have got you killed. But also, Lawrence, what you have to remember is yeah. Queen Victoria is a royal. Okay, <laughs> that's and royals true. are supposed to be inherently the most superior family in the whole fucking land or whatever mm. because of some weird bullshit. So if there's someone who's clearly more superior and intelligent and just better than them, then they're like, ah, oh, I can't be having this. That makes sense. There you go. That makes Fixed a lot of it. sense. Yeah. Fixed Doctor Who, you're welcome. That's why they're so why keen. Do you hate that, why do you hate that Jodie Whittaker theme? It's a good theme. I just don't like it. It's... So like such a weird departure from other Doctor themes. It's so like in your face. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. <laughs> what the 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 nice melod mellow melod melod melodotic melod what's the word I'm looking for? Melodic, melodic. Yeah, melodic. Melodic. Nice melod <laughs> <laughs> whatever you just said. Whatever you just said. The nice whatever you just said theme um, is too in your face as opposed to. Dun, 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 yeah, because what dun. I'm saying is that's all that stays kind of a consistent level. So you can have that under a speech, you can have it running through a corridor, right? You can have that in all manner of things. Yeah. The only time, like I've, I've just never enjoyed its use. Maybe it's less the song, more about where it appears, because it just never feels that exciting. It just always feels like Jodie Whittaker's in the middle of a speech, and then she'll be, she'll be overcut. By just someone going, ah, and I'm like, well, you, I cannot hear Jodie Whittaker, and I want to hear. I don't think it ever like comes in that loud. It's loud like, enough. I, I don't think. It Maybe is. I'm boosting it in my mind because I just find I it. I just find it not a, great. You have a habit 
of taking stuff and exaggerating it to the fucking nth degree yeah, to well. make it the worst thing ever. You do that quite a lot. Um, so I think that's what you've done there. I can't um, help but be right. My favourite theme is the Twelfth Doctors. Um, but there we go. Anyway, that's a different conversation. I'll tell you what my favourite theme is, Nathan, and you can play it right now. Weirdo of the week! Weirdo! Yes, this is Weirdo of the Week, everyone's favourite part of the show, where we get to take a moment to reflect on the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our TV screens each and every week while we're watching this silly little show. Uh, Lawrence, who is your weirdo for this week? Uh, So my weirdo is actually a character we know very well, because it's Rose. (gasps) Rose. My weirdo of the week is Rose. What happens is you, you've got the two Scottish blokes. One is the one that everyone keeps calling a traitor uh, for some reason, even though he just wanted to save his wife and everyone's kind of like, you should let your wife die because we love the queen who's 90 or something. Uh, so you've got, you got the other guy that calls him a traitor 24-7. And what I quite enjoy is how um, he goes, Queen, it's been an honour. You, you're a piece of shit. Fuck you, I hope you die. I'm going to hold him off for you. So then he stands there, right, shooting at the wolf. Rose stands there next to him, watches the wolf run the entire way to him, half kill him, and then the doctor's like, Rose, we need to go. So that man has died going, I'm gonna hold you I'm gonna hold back the wolf so you guys can run. And Rose waits until the wolf is fully done eating him to then run. So that's why she's my weirdo. <laughs> Alright. Fair point, I guess. Yeah. I kinda like that though. I like I like the um the fascination of it, that like the morbid can't look away like you. I'd look away. Transfixed on him. I'd be gone. She's yeah. next, mate. Like she'll she'll die in a minute. Like I, leave. I'd be out the door. All right. Well, I, no, to be honest, I wouldn't be in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> if it was simply me, I would just no wait. If it were me, I would just simply not go to Scotland. Yeah, exactly, mate. Wolf. <laughs> exactly. Then, what, fuck, what then the wolf is is stuck. <laughs> Check me. I'm not in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> Try and have the empire of the wolf now or something, you loser. Now I have simply destroyed the wolf with facts and logic. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Nathan, who um, is your weirdo of the week? My weirdos Ooh. of the week are... Is this a first? It, I think it might be a first, actually. Interesting. Um, my two weirdos of the week are two that you actually mentioned in yours. Oh. Um, and it and it's to do with like the same sort of segment. Um, in this episode, there's not one, not two. I know it is two. There's two. <laughs> <laughs> there's two Scottish people who choose to sacrifice themselves for the Queen. Mm-hmm. Not a fucking chance is that happening. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever spoke to a Scottish person in your life, but there is not a chance on hell that oh. they would give up their life for any member of the royal family. That's um, so true. So, I never considered that. So, so for that reason, both of them are my weird other weeks. Also, just choosing to fucking sacrifice yourself for a royal in general. Get over yourself, man. Like, fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, look, look. oh it, I'm a royal. Fuck off. 
Yeah, and it's, I don't care if you die. Have the Empire of the Wolf. I can give a yeah. fuck. To be honest, the Empire of the Wolf is probably better than the Empire of the fucking Windsors or whatever. Like, it would be more interesting at least if the royal family was a wolf. They'd have less of uh, a fixation with paedophiles, probably yes. as a wolf. Yes, the only good thing about the current royal family is that, like, next week I get a day off work or whatever. <laughs> I'll say the only good thing about the current line of the modern family is that most of the really terrible modern, ones are said, old enough that they'll be dead soon. You said modern family. I love that show. It's anyway. a good show. <laughs> it's a good show. Basically, if, the, if this, in real life, if this has happened in Scotland, Australia or Ireland, the Queen is just done. Because ain't none of well, ain't none of them getting up. Oh, I see. oh Wales, or basically anywhere that isn't England, really. Yeah, anywhere that isn't fifty plus year olds in England. Yeah, yeah. That's when true. are they all gonna die? <laughs> Hopefully soon. Oh, come on, chop chop. It's been since two thousand. Well, they won't, Lawrence. Be well, they'll die, but then they they keep making more of them, Lawrence. That's oh, the issue. Yeah, they keep re- recycling. Look, I. You can't, you can't help the family you're born into. I just hope that the young ones grow up to not be as big of conniving fuckheads as the other ones. <laughs> Which was a great episode. Yes. Nathan, I don't know if you're aware of this, uh, but we actually have two podcasts. This is one of them. And we yes. have another one that is called... <laughs> Do you want more of this? <laughs> yeah. Woo, can't wait. <laughs> on more of this. Well, we have a treat for you. Weirdly enough, the roles have reversed. This used to be more formal than our other one and now the other one's more formal than this one this one is just a free-for-all and sometimes we talk about doctor who (laughs) lately um i've been i've been listening to another podcast lately um zachary wayne from auntie donna he has a podcast uh called mission sacks leguizama rama which is where him and his friend mish who's been in like other auntie donna sketches um they (laughs) They they do a podcast all about famous character actor John Leguizamo, and Fuck's just sake. and just they like, literally just going through his entire like IMDb. Like if there's like if he was in an advert, they'll do like a whole episode on that advert. <laughs> but like my favorite thing about that podcast is like it's mostly just Mission Zach two mates just talking and having fun, and then like at five minutes at the end they'll like talk about the uh, the John Leguizamo thing, which is quite fun. It's very funny. That's uh, that's the most fucking. I thought this was somewhat niche. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it's, me, it's very niche, but it's very good. That is quite um, good. So yeah. But there listen, we go. as we were saying, if you do want to hear more of this, we have another podcast uh, at Another Happy Pod on Twitter. Give it a follow. They go out mm, Friday. Fridays at 10 a.m. Yeah. These go These, out Monday. The most recent episode was all about uh, The Mandalorian. We haven't recorded it yet, but. Hey, but we, but we know for a there. fact it was about that. Yes. There we go. So tune in. We had a, certainly a time. Not sure if it was good or bad yet. Time will tell, but it has told you. Yes, well done. So there you go. Oh, follow us on Twitter at Still Got Legs Pod. Give us a review. Uh, share it with your mates. Spread the word to the Hoovian fandoms out there. Any of your Hoovian yes. boys and girls, uh, spread it like the plague. <laughs> we want to be in your homes. We want to be on your speakers. We're on your televisual screens. We are on your idiot's lantern. 
Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Very good. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.